When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Fifteen minutes on the timer, and the subject is Twitter. Yeah, um, I have a weird relationship with Twitter. Like, I'm acutely aware of how important it is for the work that I do and the work we both do, but um, I find it really I, it, it doesn't have a positive impact on me. I'm not a better person for having Twitter. I wouldn't say I'm happier for having it, but it's sort of like a necessity. I perhaps would even consider not having Twitter if it if it wasn't for the other podcasts and this podcast that we produce. What, what do you think? I always admire your approach to Twitter. Uh, I think you are very good at just switching off and using it for what you need and being really disciplined with that. Yeah. Uh, my relationship is a bit more nuanced, I would say, because <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love the engagement and conversations and I've made some great friends on there. And there are people that I only keep in touch with on Twitter and like I like hearing what they have to say about things and seeing their tweets. And it makes me happy. Uh, the problem I have is that I, I tend to, like I've only got one Twitter account, so it's just my, my football Twitter account. I've only really tweeted about football until recently where I've kind of done some anti-racism tweets, which is a whole another story. Um, <laughs> but I, what that means is, I mean, I've now built up a, a significant following who have an expectation of the type of content that I'll deliver. And if I, if I go off piste, I get into trouble and <laughs> it's, it's not fun. And I kind of, in many ways, I'd love to go back to Twitter of five or six years ago for me, where I had a much lower following and had really, really fun interactions. For people that don't know, because not everybody listening to this will know, you, you have a, a Twitter account which is based around Tottenham. It's called Windy Coys, Coys for Coming You Spares. And um, it's it's massive. It's You're in, what, 40,000 now? Yeah, 43,000, something like that. Right. Uh, so that's, it's, that... it's, it's grown way beyond what 
I ever imagined it would. Yeah, that's massive. But what happened has happened, Wendy, as you, you just explained, is that your what you can tweet and when you can tweet it and how you tweet is completely defined and, and by, by your massive audience. And like you yeah. say, when you go off piste, you get in trouble. Have you ever considered having a personal account that isn't related to Tottenham? Yeah, I often I often consider that, and I consider how I would use it, whether I would have a locked account, which which could be an option for me. Um, I, I think the problem is, uh, my girlfriend would say that I'm already addicted to Twitter. Right. <laughs> I, I I am addicted to Twitter in many ways. I I really enjoy using it, and I I, I compulsively um, check it for for information. Um, and and that's partly because I'm looking at responses to my tweets but but mainly to be honest because I'm I'm using it to look at news information so I use it for football but I also use it for for news because you you hear actual news like you hear people's versions of events yeah. that don't get reported in mainstream media so yes. I find it really useful from that perspective uh, so having another Twitter account on top of the two I've already got <laughs> my my Windy Coys one and also the extra inch which is my other podcast I th- I think third one would uh, would probably cause problems. Yeah, I can understand it, and I can understand why people get addicted to it, and and um, because you get you get addicted to people reacting to things that you've done. That, yeah, hundred percent. It feeds into it's perfectly built to feed into the ego, which is why it's so popular, which is why you get such extreme opinions on it. And I think like Twitter is an incredibly powerful thing, and it's an important tool to be on the internet for people to be able within the realms of decency, to, to say what they want to say, what they believe. Um, but the problem is, is anybody can. And it's only <laughs> recently that, that you know, people are starting to get banned outright. And it's only very famous people that seem... Well, actually, that's no, not true. People do get banned all the time or, or, or suspended for like things like hate speech. But it's so easy just to set up another account. And what it does, my biggest problem with it is, is it really opens... Pandora's box of what human beings are feeling, and that can be exhausting to read and absorb. It really, mm. really can, and it and also it gives a false perception of what the wider society is thinking as well, which is dangerous. And we've we've talked about this about elections, and in particular the general election in in England last year. Was it last year? It feels like last year. Um, yeah, no, it was last year, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, so, so everything's a bit screwy at the moment, isn't it? But um, that where you just thought, you genuinely thought Labour had a chance, and then it was probably the, wasn't it the most biggest landslide victory ever mm. Mm. for a Tory government, well, since Thatcher, maybe. What, what do you make of all that? I think the nature of Twitter, um, the, the fact that it's, it's limit, it limits you to a number of characters... Encourages you to to sort of do away with any nuance or grey and come down on subjects in a very matter of fact, black and white way, mm. and that is that is problematic in terms of genuine discourse. But it also means then you get factions um, appearing. So people who think this way on one subject might then become embedded in a in a community which think the same way on another subject and then another subject and another subject. And before you know it, you've got this kind of growing body of people who have have decided that this is their view because in a way, Twitter's <laughs> encouraged them to have a more definite view one way or another. And they've had, like you say, the agreement from the masses, which feeds the ego and, and they, it starts kind of making them think, oh, I must, I must be onto something here. 
and before you know it, you've got an extreme right and extreme left, and a smaller group of people in the middle who just want to have a nice life and, and <laughs> agree on some subjects and disagree on other subjects. Yeah, and it's, is, it's really difficult. It is. It is difficult, and I also find that people become much more steadfast in what they believe. Yeah, so much so that I'm not 100 percent sure that people actually believe what they're tweeting. But they know that if they're being as inflammatory as possible, or as or as black as white, or as you know, not allowing any any nuance to to discussion, that this is what I believe. I hate Muslims. They're responsible for all the bad things that are happening in England, and they've got to go. Right? You really, if you if you talk to someone who believes that in real life, face to face, there will be nuances to their beliefs, and there will and you will be able to find some understanding of why. They think the way they do, which is important. Why they think the way they do. Um, you would be able to do that, but you can't on Twitter because it, like you say, it's 140 characters, and people are doing uh, tweeting most things for reaction, and 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 some people even going out their way just to get what they call is a bang, something that bangs that gets numbers, it goes viral. It goes viral. Yeah, is the is proper. I guess the correct definition and um and so they will say things and do things that could be horrible or nice that they don't truly believe but people believe that's who they are do you know what i mean so you know there's there's like there's this movement at the moment which i think is so disgusting and poisonous and i hate it is uh of really pretty girls saying something really vacuous and vile about men because they know it will get an explosion in reaction. Firstly, it's a pretty girl, usually got their a big their big ass out or something like that. And then they'll say, I'll never date a man who doesn't own his own car. Don't at me, or something like that. Yeah. Which creates, in itself, is, is doesn't mean a thing, right? It's just someone's stupid opinion. But creates a, a, a feeling in young girls that look up to these, these uh, and, and men as well. Men, men to feel inadequate in this instance. Or get defensive and start arguing, but 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 create a really unhealthy view of what a relationship should be, and a Twitter account with a lot of followers and a lot of influence can cause a lot of damage, and that wouldn't get banned off of hate speech, is it? That's not hate speech. That's, that's, that's a girl's opinion, but it is at, at times a very influential one. Yeah, and the other thing that we need to remember is that lots of tweets. Uh, are not genuine they are they're paid for by brands by companies who want to influence in certain ways and sometimes it's easy to forget that that happens i mean because most people don't get offered money to 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 tweet views or or adverts or whatever it's easy to forget that that does happen quite regularly so i'm sure that more of what we see on our timelines is manipulated than than we realize by uh, by Outside forces, as it were. Well, the algorithms as well. The algorithms. Yeah. So you, you have you have a blue tick, right next to your name. Uh, for those that don't know, it means you're verified. Uh, it often happens in the past. It's happened if you're getting spoof accounts come up about you, so you need a and you're famous. You need a blue tick so that people know it's actually you're, that's the person who's the real person who's talking. Uh, but Wendy has a blue tick, which means that if I'm talking about Tottenham, our, our football club, and he's talking about Tottenham. If we're talking similar tweets to people outside who are not following, his account will get pushed and mine won't. This isn't me being bitter, by the way. I'm just explaining how, how this works. Because um, Twitter understands that people are more likely to want to listen to someone 
who is famous or who has a personality. And it better suits them. It better suits their engagement. It keeps people on this site longer than Dave from Dagenham, who has 600 followers and doesn't have a blue tick. It's not in Twitter's best interest to push that content. It's, it's, it's in its best interest to push uh, Wendy's or whoever it, whoever it is and, and paid for tweets. So, it, yeah, it's not... You can find those tweets from people if you if you really go looking, but what 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 would drive you to want to listen to Dave from Dagenham when um, you know when you when got... you can listen to Chris Miller from Hemel Hempstead? Exactly, exactly that, exactly right. And it's not a problem, but it's it's, um, not, it's not a level playing field, is what you're getting at. No, and, and that's the thing with Twitter is a private company. It's not. It's not. But I think people think that Twitter is should. There's like. It's almost like it's a national product. It's a national service. Mm. It's a private company that's there to make money. Um, and you know, and a lot of people bang on about free speech on Twitter. I, I demand my free speech. When, when do you ever go into a private company and demand free speech or demand to stand there? Like it's like going into Harrods and going, "It's my right to stand on this in the in the <laughs> middle of your doorway." It's not. It's private property. It's their right to kick you off. They own it. You don't. It's the same with Twitter. You can't say what you what's your right. It's my right to, to tweet what I want, <laughs> when I want. It's not. They own it. You're on their platform. They own you. While you're on it, they own you. They own your data. They own your figures. They own your audience. They own you. To be fair, Twitter are incredibly tolerant. I mean, it took them a hell of a long time to ban Katie Hopkins. And for my money, she was tweeting hate speech for many years before she finally lost her platform Correct. so they, they 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 do they they allow people they give people enough rope basically yes uh and they are in some people's some people's eyes too tolerant they wait too long and allow too much hate speech speech to go unchecked um it's difficult either way isn't it because if if they remove the platform people say uh that, that people aren't allowed to have free speech and that uh, the media is being controlled by uh, left-wing forces or right-wing forces, depending on what side of the argument you're on. Uh, and and you kind of lose, in inverted commas, in that way. But you can't just... <laughs> Some of the stuff Katie Hopkins says is beyond... I mean, it's absolutely abhorrent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and there's not... no fact or, or anything that backs any of it up it's just her vile opinion but she's so, tweeting to make money that's her job yeah that's yeah, her exactly. job it's a horrible way to make a living but that's her job I know and yeah. I, if you speak to her I'd imagine there would be again nuances <laughs> and, and you could actually she'd have probably a, be a bit more moderate of course yeah. she would of course she would but that doesn't serve her purpose and, lo- and lovely, luckily she's been deplatformed because it's, it's, it's damaging the stuff that she's saying but, but, but imagine so you can take the Fighting Cock Forum which is the other podcast we produce right the Fighting Cock Forum is owned by us, right? And just, just, for, just for the conversation, it's owned by me, right? So I have my idea about what is right and wrong and what can be said and shouldn't, shouldn't be said. That, those are the parameters. I own it. That's, if you don't want, don't want to go into the forum, go to another forum that will allow you to say what you want to say. And it's the same with Twitter. Whatever their political leanings are, is going to influence the, what is and isn't allowed on on, on on Twitter, and as you say, they they are they are very lenient. There is some mad stuff on there, and they don't actively seek it. But they wait for it to be reported. Yeah, don't definitely. they? They don't go out looking for people that are being racist. Or you know what else amazes me about Twitter, Wendy, is the amount of porn mm. on it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. But there's, really, there's I've, tits I've, and, and fanny everywhere. Dicks, if you want to find them. Is it, is it allowed to be on there? Yeah. Yeah, you, you, you just... When, I mean, I'm not sure you want to do this. And I'm not... I'm not I'm, just for scientific purposes... <laughs> Just open up to it on your phone. It's just like boobs. Do you get any warning at all? Uh, I think. Hang on, let, let me do it because I, I literally don't care. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Um, right, I'm going to write big boobs. Just thinking, all, like if a twelve-year-old is scrolling. Absolutely. I, I mean, also all boobs are beautiful, but I'm just in this instance typing big boobs for the sake of the scientific process. And there we have it, boobs. Big Did you ones. get any warning? No, no, no warning. Oh, there's no result. Uh, no, no, just... Oh, hang on. No, no, it's true. Uh, I, I've been protected from sensitive material. Oh, so that's, that's quite good. So you have to then click through another layer. How do I... I wanna, don't want to be sensitive. I want to see the boobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you have to click through another layer, but there's nothing stopping you from changing your, your address. Anyway, it, my, my point... Ah. Uh, oh, can I just... 15 minutes, you're up. In oh. prime boob chat as well. <laughs> 